are very welcome to another episode of pre-drinks brought to you by slight motif and today we are pre-drinking for kendrick lamar your hosts today are me kelly and we have tolu what's happening people we also have some very special guests in here we have natalie hi and we have mr lord waverton it is of course nathan what's happening gang what's happening we need a little soundboard in here like it needs to do a little so how is everyone yeah we're blessed, good blessed highly favored living life how's our guest doing today our guests how are our, our guests doing it is what it is yeah blessed looking forward to kendrick today all right excited yeah? Yes, yeah do you do you guys want me to play more of the new project or the older project like, the older stuff but like i'm looking forward to like hearing the old stuff I had to do a little look at the set list before he came so I could kind of prepare myself for what was to come. Mm -hmm. But he was still doing Europe at the time and he was doing a lot of the new album mm -hmm. and only had like three of his older songs. And I was kind of like, oh, like I suppose, yeah, but no. What, what old songs did he play? Of his new album or his of old the one? old one, yeah. Um, he done Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah. Um, he done Humble. Okay. He, oh my god, I'm gonna like forget everything. Those are damn, 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 yeah. Much because he went the last tour. I think he was on was like the damn tour. Wasn't yeah, he? I think he might have done lust as well. Uh -huh. But when he got to the UK, he started doing more of his older songs. So like his set list has went from like Changed. this to like yeah. this. There's so like 27 songs or something. On so it, he was so. doing us prepare yourselves. Okay, <laughs> so oh he that's cool that he's that's cool that he's decided to like do more of the older stuff. Yeah, because yeah. I really do. It's my first time as well. That's why I had to. Mm -hmm. I had to go. Yeah, I've seen him twice before, so I'm like. Ah. Where have you seen him? He's um, been to our longitude and electric picnic. Yeah. yeah, of course. And then yeah, I was at actually maybe I've seen him before. I was at the electric picnic. <laughs> yeah. So I think you'd remember if you seen not, Kendrick before. Yeah, it's not the same, but it's I, not, it's I, uh, cause I feel like I don't. I don't feel like I actually got to see him properly there. Mm. So. I suppose it's not really a full like set and production when you're at a festival, festival because you can't to... like create the way you want to create, you know. Mm. So yeah, maybe no, it I is. I completely agree. I completely agree. Like festival slots are so different to like headlines. Headlines is all about you, how mm. you create the stage. Like last big one I went to was like Stormzy. That was phenomenal. Oh, like, you went to a show. You were there as well. Oh, yeah. The heaviest ahead, and he did two days. I swear, I wanted to go to the second day. I was like, I had goosebumps. Like in, watching he did that it live in, in academy or in huh? academy Olympia, no arena. He did three arena. Yeah. arena. Heavy yeah. ahead. Yeah. Do you know how big Stormzy? No, the, he did one of the last albums. He came the last mm. one of the times he came. He was in Olympia. Yeah, he must have done Olympia beforehand. Beforehand, like, yeah. That was long time ago. Stormzy's a big guy. Now. Yeah, no, I know. I, <laughs> he's I do. A big guy. He's I chairman. Do. <laughs> and he's also a Kendrick fan as well because we've seen he was there mm. in London. Yeah, we've seen him hugging. Mm. You know who? <laughs> <laughs> I really want them to get back together but like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there was a little clip, but they were just hugging. But you know how press be. Can like, we just like put it out into the universe? The fact that, that we're like... even talking about <laughs> somebody, <laughs> somebody hugging, <laughs> somebody hugging their ex. The fact that that's news is, is just funny. You know, it's, it's actually funny. <laughs> now we've been experiencing some technical difficulties, but now we're back to our regularly scheduled show. Thank you very much, guest, for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, that yeah we've experienced some technical difficulties but we're back in business and i have a question for the group 
has everyone listened to the new Drake album? No. Uh, no. Yes. Okay, I have an excuse, so I have been sick, so I have been out of touch with reality, so please. Excuse. Are you well and you fine now? I'm getting there. Do you, is this there is any my... possibility of infecting anyone in the room? No, definitely not. You're okay. all safe. Good, good. Fantastic. Safe. But yeah, I've listened to it since it came out. I, I was listening to Table for One, the OVO radio show. When it was coming out, I heard the premiere of it. Mm. Then I woke up in the morning, because that was like 4 a.m. I woke up in the morning, listened to it again, then listened to it a couple of more times during the day. But I really, I'm messing with it. Do you have, have you listened to it enough to generate an opinion? Yeah, I can really formulate an opinion, yeah. And what do you want to rate the album? We were talking about this before the show started. But um, I would say it's a solid 7.5. You know, there's always room for improvement. Um, I understand it was a collab tape, but I think I wanted a little bit more as a fan. Of um, more pockets, you know. I feel more like pockets. they got into a really good like rap pocket, which was mm -hmm. fantastic. We needed to hear Rap Drake for a minute. Like mm -hmm. we heard Honestly Nevermind, which is like top tier. Yeah. It's different version of Drake. But like, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But well, I feel like 21 lacked in it for me. You could have given more. Well, I, I'm of the same opinion as you. I feel... But the only reason why I feel that like that is because to me it seemed like a Drake album with mm. a few Twenty One features, yeah. Yeah. as opposed to ask, like isn't yeah, it like a collab album. There's yeah. one of there's a podcast I listen to. Everyone knows a Joe Budden podcast. There's another guy on the show called Ice, yeah. and if he doesn't really like if two people are on an album or on a song and he doesn't like the other person's verse, mm. he will take out that person's verse so from the song. So if Drake and Twenty One are on a verse, he'll just take out 21 mm. so he took out all of 21 verses out of the song out yeah. of the album and it only equated 15 minutes Stop. so 20 21 savage only has 15 minutes of rapping he was, he was quiet on he the was whole shy. album he didn't show up like i yeah. wanted him to show up i wanted him to show up but be like i've been quiet for a minute but i'm back and like give us the most it's only 15 minutes out of and the album's a long That's album nice. it's like yeah. maybe 45 maybe i don't know i can't remember an hour long so only so that means yeah he only has 15 minutes of, of rapping so that just shows it's a drake album with a few 21 verses yeah. but the verses that we got from him i like them i feel like yeah he has he has one song where he just says he just does his thing talks his shit and he's really good in that but um i think i was saying to you earlier i like rapping drake more than singing drake so i didn't at the start i didn't like when he was like when he was singing yeah. but then you know when you listen to it a few more times mm -hmm. and you can't stop saying 21 can you do <laughs> something <for me?" laughs> you can't stop singing it then you know that yeah. drake has done his thing so yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I would say i said 6.5 to 7 uh, 7 out of 10 for me yeah. 7 out of 10 is what i'll give it I can't, like, that's mad that it's only 15 minutes when it's meant to be a collab album between the two of them. Because yeah. the whole time I was like, oh, why is everyone calling it a Drake album when it's Drake and 21 Savage? But it's then more. it's like he only has 15 minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, but I think it was definitely, it definitely has, it's definitely a Drake album. Drake, yeah. you can even the sound, the sense of the beat. Yeah. You can hear the beats, yeah. Well, he's trying to, the reason why we've had, like, three Drake albums in the last, like, what? That's less than a year yeah. and a half, less than two years. We have three albums from mm. one artist. That's unheard he's of. He's just trying to get the mat, get the mat. He's like, I think, did he not? He, he also talks about that. Um, he got five hundred million record deal. Deal, yeah. So whatever should. deal he has, maybe he has like to get to equate to get back that the contract, whatever he has, he has to give ten That's albums true. in like. The next. So he's banging the mat. He's just going work rate, like work rate is crazy. He's going to give fifty al albums. 
Did you I reckon s- we'll get another one before summer. I hope. Oh, 100%. Before, no. before next summer? Oh, yeah, yeah 100%. It's Drake, of course. Drake. He That's to the next thing. He's doing something with Yachty as well. Yeah, because you could hear Yachty did um, some ad libs in the album. four yeah. tracks on the album as well, which is crazy. Yeah. So, like, and they've been spending so much time together. So, mm. like, there's about to be something else that's coming. Yeah. And you know, Drake, he just keeps working. So, what, like. What did you think of the. Um, the um the line that people say was addressed was a double entendre to make the stallion um bitches like about getting shots but she's still a stallion what do you think about that i mean i don't even know what to say about that because like at the end of the day we don't even really know what happened it's kind of like between her and sorry the other guy tory lane's yeah the other guy put some <laughs> respect on his name damn <laughs> <laughs> She's not one of them. Yeah. Uh, I listened. I Tori dropped an album a couple of weeks ago, and he's actually it was actually really good. Yeah, he dropped recently. And what I will say is that Meg dropped. I wouldn't say more recently, but she did drop as well. And Tori was able to go on a press run and like go to all these radio stations and Meg hasn't really been able to do that. Mm. So there must be someone in the industry that knows something that we don't know, but I'm not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna say pick any sides or anything like that, but the bar addressing what's happening, I feel like it was needed. I feel like it's, it was needed. It's, it's culture. It's like you're talking about what's happening, what's relevant. You can't shy away from everything, it's rap. The only no. problem I is that- I don't think you should have said it was fake though. Well, look, no, if, no, if, if that's what the streets are saying, that's what they're saying. That's what like, the, the streets are saying in Hollywood or in the music industry are mostly mm. saying that somebody is lying somewhere. But then did you not hear yeah, the baby? Yeah, but isn't Tori about to get time? No, he's not. Mm. Tori's not about to get time. She's one woman and the industry is only problem. That's, that's why I agree. I mm. think that the only problem is that if the fact that Drake said that, it's going to perpetuate this narrative of like, she's um, lying about she, it. no that she's right. lying even if she is lying and even if she's she is lying that's not the problem the problem is that the next person that it happens to mm. even if they're not lying it's initially in people's way. head they're mm-hmm. gonna be thinking oh she's lying because drake has already started this narrative of saying but with that being said i think he wouldn't have said it if he didn't have he wouldn't have affected his brand because if he his brand is so massive that mm. I don't know. He, Drake's brand is so Drake, massive and so important look, dude, that Drake he wouldn't. Wild. No, I don't think he would ever do that. He's I brand. don't think he, he's too. He's too. Clean he would do that. Too. Yeah, he's too clean. But did you hear what the baby said in his album? Like, yeah. like less less than a month ago, he was like he was smashing Meg the Stallion yeah. the week. Oh yeah, that shit yeah, happened, happened, and it's crazy. But then the other side, Tory has a song where he's addressing about mm. what happened the week before, and it was. All of this stuff happened right outside Kylie Jenner's house, and like he stayed in Jordan mm. Woods' house the night before. So there's like all these mad narratives, narratives you just yeah. actually don't know. And Meg, she come out on her own socials and says, "What, what happened?" happened. She told her side of the story, but like Tori hasn't like actually had done that. She says they say, you know what I mean. So, but that's the thing, like, and it's so mad because there's her side of the story, there's his side of the story, there's everyone else's Innocent, opinion yeah. of the story, mm-hmm. but then you have to remember they also have managers and labels and mm-hmm. people behind them They're that are telling them what to do yeah. and what way to react to the stories. Yeah, oh, true. Sure. I think from what you just said as well, they're like, the, the, at the end of the day, no one actually, even though I think that Drake wouldn't have said that if he didn't think it was true, if he what hasn't been told, I don't think he should have said anything at all 
I don't think he probably should have said anything at all. I think because it's just going to affect people's narratives. Mm. I think I think because he was already on the on the album with like bringing up like yeah like you know fights. Mm. Fight yeah, he was on smoke. Yeah, <laughs> Drake was on smoke. I feel like he's just doing that just to like to get us to us pe- people like us <laughs> yeah. sitting to have in this conversation. conversation. <laughs> this is what he wants, and he's done a good job. So no, no, nah, nah. I thought what I thought was the, even the most funniest part was when he um. He called Serena's Serena Williams' um, husband, husband a groupie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he called Serena Williams' husband a groupie, and then he, I just thought that it was moist for her, for the husband to go back and be like, "Oh, I'm a groupie for my." Why are you even replying to a rapper, man? Mm. Like, mm. you're a grown man. Like, a rapper says something about you. He should just be like, "What? No, look. If you get you? this, you're not gonna say none." If if I'm not a rapper, if I'm a rapper, I yeah. will address it. If I'm not a rapper, I'm just gonna keep it moving. In public, but you have a, your persona, you have a public. I'm in a public eye. I'm just gonna talk yeah. with money, man. You know, but <laughs> not necessarily everyone can do that though. Like, what are you gonna do? Sure. So, like, Serena Williams' husband has back. money. No, but Drake and Serena were together, so that's like her ex. Mm. And you're on an album saying like called her loss, talking yeah. about your exes. Talking okay. Shit. Okay. Then. And then he calls you out and be like, "Yo, look." You're okay, okay, so, now so see what you said. So now, right? okay, now I would this way I would address it. Yeah, if I was to address it, I wouldn't say I'm I'm a, I'm a groovy for my wife. I would say, Drake, if I catch you, when I catch you, you're dead, you're what, finished. You <laughs> that's what I would Stop. do. You can't really mess with people like that. Like, no, but you, that's what you have to say. If Drake is going to come at you with like, and then you're banned from Canada, what happens? You can't get past the border. All, all, all you're saying, all you're all you do is you're just you're just saying, Drake, when I see you, it's on. Uh, that's all you say you know just a little something spicy you don't say oh i'm a groupie for my wife because i love my wife oh yes you love your wife you obviously of course you love your wife no i hear that but that yeah true that's just like you're invoking a problem now where you can like, drake evoked a problem <laughs> but he's like he's picking a fight with someone he knows he can beat up like you know what i mean <laughs> it's it's different like drake is here to cause problems he's here to cause problems that he's like it is what it is. You keep it moving. You Nathan, you obviously work closely with a lot of artists. Uh-huh. Have you ever come across like controversy with your artists? Because obviously the Irish the scene is starting all the time. Sorry, I'll let you finish. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I don't need to finish the question. Please oh. tell us who's beefing who. We need. How do you control? You don't even. Oh, we go into the details just yet, but how so do you control? From it? where I'm sitting, like I sit down, like as like a big brother, and I just be like, okay, cool. It's not like let's look at the bigger picture. It's not like. It's not worth beefing over. We're, we're still like in there building blocks and building stages. So it's like not something we can, you know, dwell on too much. So I always just say dead to beef, keep moving, you know, yeah. it's worth more. But then sometimes I'm like, are you really going to have that? I'm like, oh. are you going to order a little bit? Because <laughs> sometimes like a bit of spice and controversy, you know, it's it creates it's cash. It's, it, it's good. It's needed. It's entertaining. But yeah, you need to tell us exactly Nathan, Lord Waverton, can you please tell us exactly what you do? Who, me? Yes. Oh, stuff. I do a lot of things. I'm an entrepreneur in essence. Um, PR marketing is my bag. I do a bit of A&R and R in. I'll be, yeah, consulting for different brands. Brands like, so, like who? Forth, like Nando's. Mm-hmm. So is that, how you, is that why you came here with loads of food? Yeah, man. I just came having dinner. They just they just handed you the food. You don't even have to pay anymore. Oh, stop, 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 stop! You know, um, your staff. I good. I heard um, that you're a, you work with some record labels, no? Yeah, I'm working with Universal at the moment. So tell talk to us about that. That's it's been a whirlwind of a journey. Like it's been so fun. Um, it's so different because like I've been working with like a lot of independent artists. It's like a go in. It's like 
a whole different system of how you do things still the same knowledge but like it's just i don't know how to explain it but it's like for me it's my dream job right what exactly do you do for them so i do pr like mm -hmm. so i'm an artist and uh, media relations consultant for them okay All right. so like every day getting music in onto radio and getting music onto press and just different platforms and stuff like that mm -hmm. and just yeah publicizing artists when they have something going on yeah and so so basically would you say that you are responsible for putting people on you put eyes on people <laughs> yeah yeah more or less and then how the landscape and how many of you so how many of you is there in ireland at the moment of me mm. oh there's only one one and only like i'm the only Ooh. one here but like similar people who do similar things i don't know if i've come across anyone like who's like me who does what, what i do because i'm so multifaceted it's not just talk your thing. shit man you know what i mean it's not just one <laughs> thing and even like when i'm doing 10 other things i'm still advising people on mm. different creative entities and different creative aspects and just okay. giving give advice okay so on so forth interesting yeah. and do, do you say so would you say you're focusing predominantly on urban let me not use urban black music hip-hop or what is your what is your focus are you focusing on everything i think I want to support and put more emphasis on black music because there hasn't. There's not. Mm -hmm. There's no one who's kind of before our time has put a lot of emphasis into breaking barriers for mm -hmm. us. So like that's who I am and that's what I've been doing and like breaking barriers for black music. But also, you have to understand like outside of black music is where you get your general knowledge and your mm. other you know attributes and skills and contacts. So we can help better push black music so, so working with both sides so working with both sides lately i've been doing a lot more work with one side than the other exactly. but like it's been great for the experience but now i'm like i'm recentering myself rebalancing for the new year mm. written all my goals and like i think we need to go 10 times harder mm. like especially with what's just happened now with like cello's album and like officers dropping the project next year which mm. is going to be huge and like other rappers jafar's coming back into the fold reggie mm. b the rest of the guys yeah. like we have a lot happening and I feel like I'm happy that I'm coming back into the fold to, give, six, six, to put in that support to watch it the grow. system yeah. and like help mm. elevate and push everyone forward. Because like, I feel like during lockdown, I worked with everybody who was making music. Everybody. Like, there's not one song that came out that didn't go through my hands. I didn't touch. Like, I helped so many people and I feel like that helped me get their almost like recognition, recognition that you needed to that reserve. needed from like majors to help go get that additional knowledge to mm. now be able to come back and push everyone else to the next level mm. yeah you've been in like high demand with artists like there's a lot of artists out there at whatever level of the game that want you to do like pr for them or mm -hmm. whatever do you ever find yourself wanting to work with an artist that hasn't contacted you and find yourself like reaching out to them i have done so like unshamelessly like you don't, there's no shame in the game if I'm like I fuck with you I think we can do big work like, give us an example do, of let's who let's talk <laughs> <laughs> like Reggie B for instance like I, I hit him up about his project OTP I was like look Reggie fuck with you rate your sound mm. my boy was like listen to Reggie for years I was like I was like, nah, nah, listen to a couple of his tracks. I was like, well, actually, you've got something here. Mm. So then I went to work with him and like, Reggie killed it. Yeah. Mm. Well, but then there's some acts that, like, I had to learn to say no. No. That was a big thing. Some people just weren't at the level. Mm -mm. Do you find that at, in Ireland at the moment, we have a lot of people not at the level and, and 
or what do you say the balance is of the people that reach out to you? 50% are at that level or, and 50% are not? Or is it 60% at the level? Or is it like only 10% are at the level that we need to be at? Oof. To level we need to be at? Yeah. That, that's, that, now you're just quantifying it differently because I feel like <laughs> the level we're at right now is not good it's enough. It's not it's not great but no. the level we need to, to be at okay no Set how many people right now is the standards yeah the standard. how and then answer the question yeah for how many people come to you that. yeah oh. that are. how many people come to you with the level of yeah. a project i thought for me anyways i think Stellar's project i've listened to it at least 20 times yeah and i would say apart from maybe two or three tracks yeah. it's an eight out of ten for me mm. i rate it quite highly i actually like there's I tracks where he's talking lyrically there's tracks where he's like he he's been really he does like even some people say he's even his bars are witty in some places like very very like witty bars. I've listened to loads. He times. shows off his artistry he shows very off, well. Yeah, like, and he and he goes from Afro beats to drill to hip hop. Mm-hmm. There's so many different. It's range in the album. I rate mm-hmm. it eight out ten. How many people are coming to you with like an eight out ten album? Oh, that one was difficult. Not many people come with like fully done projects, but like singles, songs, singles. single songs. A lot of people have bangers. Yeah. I really, I rate like a lot of people, but so, I would say 40% and 60% are just like, it's okay, it's doable, there's room for improvement. But like, sometimes you have to understand with like marketing and press, sometimes you're building a profile for someone. Someone could come with me with like trash and be like, look, I'm trying to build something here. And I'll be like, okay, cool. I'm going to be honest from the first time around, this is not it, but I can help you start building from here, 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 here. Put you in touch with people who can help. So you're saying scaling your head of your art and we can move on from there. You're saying sixty percent of the people that come to you is just not it. Yeah, sometimes sixty percent. Sometimes it depends on the season. Winters sometimes. Yeah. Summers, everyone drops hot everyone tracks during summer, summer, so it, it kind of changes. Mm. The scale changes during summer. You have hot tunes, you know. So why is it that in America and them, they all of the bangers come out around like this autumn? Because it's, it's projects. Time. It's projects. Is it because of the Grammys and stuff? It's singles drop in summer, projects drop oh, October, November. Oh, yeah, okay. October. Okay, yeah. And like, yeah. Interesting. That's... How, how many people have you like turned down or said no to that'd be like in circles that you're mixing? Because obviously that'd be a bit... We're touchy. like friends and so yeah. Oh, stop. <laughs> oh, let's not talk about this one. <laughs> um, yeah, there's, there's a couple, but like it's just making them understand where I'm at and just trying to be as open as possible but obviously you know feelings yeah in the way it's like oh I see you working with x y and z and you can't work with me mm. and it hurts and it's that truth for conversation it's like bro I've given you pro bonos I've worked with you for free for so long I've got paying customers and clients and you're dropping something that's not it and sometimes it's like that conversation is difficult always mm. but like it's just being adult and having that conversation just you know making them see your point of view but yeah a lot I was gonna ask you, how did you even um, how did you even get into this industry? Like, how, like, what was your entry route? Like, wh- I had to fight my way in here, boy. <laughs> you, fought, you fought your way no, in. How? Like, what? what um, where's the door? How the does door, it? Move? You create it. Like, mm. people like me, you don't just get placed. You create it. Like, for for an instance, where I started off was like managing an act, and then I went to managing him and his homie. Who were you managing? With them, Rogan. Rogan, okay. Yeah, he's sick. And then I went to managing Rogan Omega. Did some amazing work with them lot for a while. And then it just, it gets to a point where, like, you all don't see the same certain direction. And, like, you all don't see eye-to-eye creatively, different visions, different things, which is 100% fine. Like, everyone grows in different directions. Mm. I feel like when you grow, 
we grew to a certain point where like we all were just like wanting different things from mm. what we were doing so from there on i realized what i was really good at was marketing them the pr side of things and just like opening different doors mm. so i went to do that for like independent artists instead of just like working with them a lot and then after that I started managing my housemate red my friend and then yeah just kept so going and from there on like i think doing pr and just like managing acts kind of helps you break a door in because you kind of have to find out and do your research about everyone and everything that's kind of going on so it's just like that and i did the other thing people don't do i read like three management books and i was like okay this is what everyone's role is and this is what everyone does so like i had like management of the industry sorry management you management in business and management in record labels is different so Mm. what books did you read Man, like music in, management. In music management. In music okay. management, yeah. So read them books and then had the acquired knowledge. So then it was just like time to apply it. And then when it was time to apply it, it worked well. And then I think Sappho hit me up. I think mm. where I got my break was when Sappho hit me up and he was like, yo, I'm working with this kid. And like Sappho to me is like my little bro. Like I grew mm. up with like Joel Sappho and like kicking ball with him. Like, Wait, so where did you grow up? brother, Drada. You're from Drogheda? Yeah, man. That's unfortunate. The That's unfortunate. What do you mean, that's unfortunate? Oh whoa, 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 whoa. You're about to stash something. Nah, what are you messing with you, Where bro? are you from? I'm from Waterford. Nah, of course. Of course you say that. <laughs> I'm from Waterford. Uh, Waterford City. Don't you, guys don't, city. Don't, you guys don't start, don't you guys don't start calling us country people because Waterford's a city. Waterford's a city. What's your greatest export in Waterford? John O'Shea. <laughs> John O'Shea, Waterford Crystal. Okay. Um, um, uh, um, who else is Grace? Nessa, <laughs> me, Patrick, uh, pa- um, Pat Lagoon, okay, Seven Dobie, okay. Um, wait, we've got some head, we got actually headlined MEP, okay. Who, um, what is the name of this group? Can't shit on Drada like that, bro. Because Drada's a new music capital. You, you, guys, you guys, Ireland, you just, man. what you just said, you said the new. Yeah. We've had, we've had. Well, we've had, we've had talent. Me, you guys I'm are doing it. You guys are doing your thing. You guys are doing your thing. All yeah. I'm saying is Warford is we're slowly there. I'm always going to be shouting for Warford. Yeah. Pat Lagoon no, and Seven Dobie. You have to back your people. Back your people. I'm backing them. Always. But don't shit on Drada. <laughs> <laughs> like, Drada, I feel like we've really broken barriers for a lot of people here and like mm. especially drill as a new genre mm. like regardless of what anyone says everyone has to put respect on like officer's name who's the best driller it. in ireland Ooh. Ooh. I, I would have to back my boy and say officer is great you think so yeah man you think it's better than cello I, I there's no comparison the boys are great together but yeah, like there's different skills. I'm not I want, saying I want Cello to know. I want Cello to know that you just said that Officer is better than him. Is that just a safe I, answer? I, I it's not a safe answer. I feel like I've worked with Officer longer. I know his creative bands more than I do Cellos. But I wouldn't say the boys work very well together. They've got different infrastructures. Don't get me wrong. Who? Are, so like they're doing their thing respectfully. And boys, you know this, yeah. You're both killing it. I I yeah I. I <laughs> The other day, I was listening to Cello's project, yeah. and I was sitting there. I was like trying to generate, like, like who do I feel? Because you know the way 
everyone has like runs and like people someone's on top and someone's on like mm. the top two at the moment and stuff like yeah. that and it always it's always changing and stuff like that i think right now you probably would say seller and officer are probably two of wait you might say um db dbo what's the, what's the guy in the a92 db debo debo yeah. you might say he's up there's a there's a good few people up there yeah. there's a there's maybe like actually it's probably like this is probably the strongest the best time we've been in music in ireland in a while mm. in terms of like maybe five or six people that are really doing really well at the moment i'm trying to see who who do i think is the top at the moment i think the fact that seller was able to drop a product with the amount of tracks he has mm. and the different types of music yeah afrobeat there's like he he's not just he went from drill he changed the pockets on one of his songs, man. He's oh man, Cello's was too good, man. I'm, I hear that. He's great. He's great. He's, but like, he still haven't had a full comprehensive officer project that, yet. That's why we've I had can't, an A92 project, which was fantastic, and it was like you know. But, but we I had I one. don't think even I think officer is ridiculous. The fact yeah. that he's able to go from Yoruba to English to just yeah. do all that. I've never heard uh, officer um, switch switch um flows mm -hmm. to go into different to different pockets mm -hmm. i've heard him on the same type of pocket yeah so if he does a pro he drops a project where he goes from a drill beat to yeah. like a trap or no not a trap like a hip-hop beat mm -hmm. like where it's rapping and if he does that successfully well then we're speaking on a different oh, frequency maybe when you hear the unreleased stuff you'll be talking different bro but like yeah okay good. but like yeah the boys they're killing it they're doing amazing they're breaking new bands for everyone else who used to come i feel like we have different waves drill is probably not gonna last forever we've had trap that's come and gone mm. we've got rap that's come and gone yeah and drills come i think afro waves next afro wave yeah yeah i yeah. feel like that's to come and like yeah there's just different waves all of the time so what what's your favorite what would you say i think like in, in universal what mm. are they looking out for what do they think oh whoever's doing this right now we want to we, we think this is what's working from your from so your professional from, opinion from my professional opinion i can't talk for universal fully because the irish the irish side of universal we work with a lot of international rep mm. so like a lot of international acts mm. or whatever and our domestic rep we mm. work with what works here which is dance and pop and mm. like other genres but in the uk it's different because they do they embrace rap and different mm. things but i feel like what works is when you've got like sturdy fan base you, you know how to build an audience you know what to do and you know where you're going you have everything planned out and the music's great as well you know i feel like once you have that you're all good and you're all set so you go ahead yes who am i loving this moment like at the moment eniola she's killing it i feel like she's the dark horse she's gonna come and take heads i feel like Sorry, no. She's had like one or two singles. Very, very new to the game, but any is gonna kill it. Like I have faith in that. Who else do I love? Unique. I love Unique. Unique's amazing. Soleil. Let's not forget our queens. Like Unique Soleil. Do you know, do you know who killer. I think? Um, Tomike. Top Tomike. Oh, Tolu totally oh, McKay. Totally. No, not Tolu. Tolu. Tolu McKay. She's is really good, but Tomike. Tomike. She's amazing. Okay. Her voice is ridiculous. Ridiculous, man! Crazy, crazy, crazy. If any, if you, if anyone hasn't She's heard like her, like the yeah. Erica Badu of yes. oh, is Ireland. Oh yeah. my god! Very chilled, man. Oh, she's 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 crazy. She's too good. For sick. 
like you got like like many female artists reaching out to you. Yes, I know. Like not that many. I feel like the number of artists, male versus female, is obviously skewed. Yeah. There's a lot more male artists than there is female artists. But like there's a few. Like what do you think the reason is though? Because even like when I look at my emails, when I'm getting press release sent to me for mm -hmm. hot hits, I barely get, get female emails. And know. it's like I always want to do stuff for the girls or like just like make sure that the show is kind of well not even well balanced but mm -hmm. like make sure everyone's getting their platform 100%. but i have like maybe two three five songs max say mm. going back to when i started hot hits back in 2018 and they're the only five songs from females that i can play yeah. why do you think that the girls aren't i don't know if it's like actively looking for like their press releases to be done or they're not kind of putting themselves I don't even know if I want to say putting sometimes themselves out there because you still see them doing gigs and stuff like that, but it's I just the like connection with the media. In connection with media, sometimes I feel like it's management, management not having the full comprehensive knowledge about everything because you know not everyone knows what what right. what it, what press what a press release is, like how to do a full radio like campaign, full campaign around the artist's music. So I feel like it's just that knowledge, and I feel like we lack that in Ireland with a lot of managers, like mm. everyone's still learning how to do it. A lot of people are like, I'm doing music, you're my homie, you love my music, you think you can you be my manager. Be my mm. manager. And it's like, your homie not necessarily Hasn't learned has about it properly. the full comprehensive they, knowledge. So yeah. it's kind of like, you're working with someone who's still trying to find their feet. And if your, your talent outshines their work ethic, it's not gonna work. It's you need not, to, to like, get you know, to work as, to that level. Yeah, and exactly, I feel like we need to do better as a country and just like educate ourselves on the standards and how to do shit. People need to pick up books and learn what's what. Okay. And then just keep going. What do you think Ireland needs to do to kind of like get to that same level as like UK. work harder? <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. So we're like honestly just to add on that question. Just yeah. What are the steps? The exact steps. <laughs> Bro, not everybody's look see see not everybody's So is this you looking for the cheat code like the cheat codes, but like, like not no, everybody no, has so, so no this is no this is this is what I'm gonna say. An artist has I this artist has a single. Mm -hmm. The single is cold. Mm -hmm. So what would you say would you say because he has to promote the single and then if the single is really good maybe you might get a remix or whatever mm -hmm. or whatever. So do you go on social media and do your social media ads? Then you go on to radio, try to get on radio placement. What level, what order does you do all of that? You just do everything, pre-production, post-production. You do the whole campaign of, okay, what are we doing before we do the song, mm. before the song releases, up you, to the release date, and then post-release, you still have to do So you come every, up with a plan, like a six-week plan. Yeah. So on week one, we're going to, say, do a little teaser. Mm. On week two, we're going to do get people to interact with something like is there like a six is that is it a six weeks plan or is Bro, it eight weeks or how yeah. long is it? however long you feel like need your campaign needs not every two songs are different like not everyone's road to success is the same so it's like whatever works for you and whatever works for your audience your fans who you're trying to engage mm. do that find out about it trial error not everything's gonna bang the first time you do it mm. so, so like yeah sorry i don't mean to cut you off but when you're doing that plan mm. If you're doing that and you're making like your dream team, who's like your dream producer to go to? Who's your dream videographer for Ooh, the video like shoot? Who's like, like your one. key people that you're going to? Okay. If I was to do like assemble like an Avengers squad for music, <laughs> yeah. If I was to really do this, yeah, who would I do? The videographer, Ovi, number one. Ovi. Yeah. 
He, I would you can't, only... it's hard to get hold of him, no? Oh, he just works with too many. I'd say yeah, he has his link. Get hold of him. You want to get hold of him? <laughs> he has his link. Ovi. I know Ovi, yeah. <laughs> Ovi, number one. We need to give that nigga his flowers because he's. He's been crazy. doing for a while. He's been doing for a long time now. Internationally. As well. he, you yeah. know, he's worked with Kiss Daniel. Yeah, Kiss Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Davido. Like, yeah. Ovi is the GOAT. Yeah. Next up, I'd, for executive producing, I'd put Simba in the room. Simba? Yeah. yeah. Have to put Simba in there, and also ha- get him to mix. I'll get Lilo to master. You know Lilo Blues yeah. from Noisy House. Yeah, he's cold. Sick master. Cold. I, I thought I only thought he produced beats. I didn't know he mastered no, as well. He does it all. Production. Yeah, like, this is this is a tough one. Um, I have a lot of producers are really great. I think between JBJ, mm-hmm. Liam Harris, and who else is a cold producer? Between those two, if I was to go for like a like a sorry, what's the difference between Simba executive producing yeah. and and mixing and Lim and Lim Harris that's just going to be producing? It's producing because there's certain elements that Simba can change within that. So Simba is executive producing. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, overall, I like this beat. Maybe try put these things in different places and rearrange it, and just like Simba's ear is just cold. He's okay. worked with everybody here. And everyone in the country practically. Yeah. So like that overall knowledge and everything else. Um once that track is finished with the visuals. Go to you then. Go to me for a press and promo <laughs> and just knock it out. So that's the dream team there. Bro, that's the dream team. So you've had are... you've had it there. The dream and then team obviously is obviously you'd get your your A and R Solomon. You'd have to Solomon, you know, okay. To pull the extra strings. Mm. You know So Solomon as A and R, you in the uh, in PR. Yeah. Um Simba in as an executive producer. Yeah. And, and mixing. And mixing. Yeah. Lilo to master, to master the track. Yeah. And then you listed out OV to do the video. Yeah. And then you said Liam Harris and JBJ. And JBJ. Ideally work together to make a track. And I feel like. You've heard it here first that's on the, the Breeding Show. One hit. That's a recipe. The dream team. That's a recipe, yeah. Recipe um, for. To get. The recipe for a million streams. <laughs> Now don't go breaking your bank. You don't have the talent to, <laughs> to, to uh, you know make would the Would you hit. agree with that, or would you have it slightly different if you were to create an Avengers? Oh, I, I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't think I know. That Enough. Like, so. You know what we should ask Natalie about? What? Mark Jacobs. <laughs> Mark Jacobs. I Tell us about Mark Jacobs. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not know everyone in the room who doesn't know? Nat is a hotshot model. Mm, she's, yeah, she's she does is. International yeah. campaigns. She's no, sick. I mean, okay, yeah, so like. <laughs> 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 no, this is like. Uh, so like, I, I graduated from like college. And I, was, I was studying graphic design, and I was just like, no, I'm not a college. I mean, like, I'm a graduate. Yes, I'm graduate. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm graduated, don't make me feel old. Yeah, like, after graduating, you're kind of like, oh, do I want to do this course? Like, you're kind of like questioning
ended up off-season questions. And then I applied, and then they got back to me. And that was like such like a huge thing for me because like, at the time, I was like at a really low point in my life because I missed like on the very But like, yeah, after after getting that, I was just like, obviously, after getting such a huge opportunity like that, going to New York, I was like, anything is possible, obviously. You just have to literally believe in yourself. Because obviously, again, like I said, at the time, I was with my agency at the time, I have questions for you. Oh, questions. I have questions for you. <laughs> From I, one model to another. Yes, because I'm also in the in the in the fashion industry as well. So what agency are you signed with? Okay, so what agency were you, were you signed with when you felt like that was happening? Okay, so like I was with I was with Knopf and Other at the time. I was already with them like probably my second year of college, but like I don't they weren't really taking me seriously. Mm. So and I, I didn't really have like a contract, so I could really do whatever I wanted. That's why I was like. Okay. Were you on the streets, cast or yeah, you weren't on the? Okay. Yeah, I was. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, I'm just going to do myself. Mm. They're not thinking about me. Yeah. I'm going to do it myself because I want this. Okay. Yeah, I ended up getting it, and then I'm like, okay, I don't need it. But it's not like... It doesn't work like that. Big girl moves. Yeah, no, it's like, I, like, they were, they were, they were doing the best for me at the time that I felt that... They could have been doing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to try myself, and then I did, and I got it. Okay. I believed in myself, and I feel like it's really just about self-belief. Yeah. With anything. So I was like, okay, that. And then during, like, after that, the next year, I got signed to... And I left and not the So you're not with or not anymore? No, like, I only signed with them again this year because, like, I... Because I was thinking. Yeah, you need... So, have you got an agency in New York? No. Okay. No, I have one in London. In London? In London. Oh, here. Okay. And then I will have one in New York. Okay. Yeah, because... And LA. And Spain. And Yeah, because... <laughs> I have one in London as well. Yeah. I have one here. Well, do you feel like... For this industry that we're that you're in, that it's kind of a case of you have to go to these regions and just grab grab the opportunities by the scruff of the neck. In terms of like you go to you go to Milan, you go for meetings and then you find your representation as opposed to waiting for oh this person sees you. Don't wait. Can't yeah. be good looking on Instagram. Exactly. You have to you kind know. of go and get it. Like. Yeah. You have to go do it. Like Molly May said, you have your. We all have the same twenty-four hours. Agree, disagree. Did you find it hard to sign with another again after before? No. No, because like I feel like they, I feel like they kind of changed. To be honest, like they're different now. For me, well, for me, anyways, I, I don't know how long ago you signed with them. I only signed with them in twenty nineteen. So it was what? Yeah, so I signed up in 2019, and in the first six, in the first like three or two or three months, I got my first job. And you know, they start you off like on like maybe the commercial board or whatever. And if you do really good, then or if they like you or whatever, then they move you up to like development board or main board and all this kind of stuff. So then I got moved up and stuff. So for me, anyways, I found them to be they did they did me they did good by me, anyways. But it, 
at the end of the day, this whole in the whole industry is you have to kind of like you push yourself, yeah. and after you I push say, yourself, yeah, I say don't wait. I say like you don't wait for opportunities. It just yeah. you have to go get opportunities. Like you can't really because it's your future. Right? Mm. You can't wait for your your booker to be the only person to push you to dictate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, you can't wait for someone to believe in you. You have to. Cheers to that. Oh, that's like oh, that's so cute. <laughs> you have to believe in your blood class. Everyone, like, please clip this that. part oh. and put it in your notes. Exactly. What she just said. That's 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 so those are bars. Go get her mentality, like hundred percent. Go get her mentality. Like I've got friends who model in the UK and for like fashion week, they go to Paris, like and they just go to castings mm. to do like runways and mm. like yeah. catwalks and whatnot. You have to go get it, like. Yeah, the industry. What's your ideal gig then? I mean, obviously campaigns because campaigns. Campaigns are good. Yeah. Campaigns, feel like campaigns are nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If. If um, you've done Mark Jacobs, yeah, I have, in terms of Ireland, anyone in Ireland I wanted to work with, I've done, I've worked with them. So now I'm looking abroad. Do you have like a list, in my head I have like a list of play people I want to work with. Do you have like a list of people that you want to work with? Um, I don't know, because like, I think, well the first thing I think of is literally Rihanna, just because I love Rihanna. Rihanna, Fenty. Yeah, yeah I, that's all I think about. And then the rest, maybe, maybe like, like Jack Moose. Jack Moose, yeah. This is really cool. And yeah. I love his background, his story, and like how he came about. He wasn't traditionally into the scene. No, he just, like, he forced his way in, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. And I love that about that. Like, he, he wasn't just like everybody else. With the mm. Wasn't born into the family, yeah. He just like, he made it, he pushed for it. Exactly Same thing with Tefla. Telf, the Telfar, yeah. yeah. They, you wouldn't say they were a traditional... We're getting very into this fashion conversation. It's good though, because it's good to see different angles. Like mm. I mean, a lot of stuff that we talk about on this is kind of circled or ends up being circled around music and stuff. Mm. So it is good to yeah, see things from different industries, you know. This the fashion and the music industry are both intertwined. Yeah, hundred percent. Who do you think is the sauciest person in Ireland in terms of fashion? Music oh. in the music industry. In the he music dresses industry. well or oh, wow. It's bounce, is it? Bounce can't dress himself, man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> who, who is the sauciest person in the fashion in the no? Who's the sauciest person in the music industry? Oh, oh come, on, days, come on, come on. Dress as well, or mm. sauce, sauce in that, or fashion dress. Fashion, fashion. Fashion. I think. <laughs> you can go. You can go by. You can go by shows. You can go by shows because the way some people get designers for shows. Who's had like the nicest clothes on shows? The and nice stuff like that? show drip. I've seen, uh, no Jafaris. I went to Jafaris' stride show and he, he looks pretty cool there. He looked cool. <laughs> the, uh, he looks. Yo, say that again for the people. <laughs> He looked pretty cool. He looked pretty cool on that nah, stage, man. He's great. His stage How presence is amazing. And because it was a sick show. It was like three years ago. It was... Man, man. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was like 2019. That was a moment, it though. It's like yeah. one of those things you remember in time. It's a staple there's, in time. There's okay, a few, look, there's a few shows in Ireland that I really, really remember. remember. I remember um, Jafaris' Stride show. Mm. I remember um, Lilo and... Um, Tony. T Tony did the show... They did a show in um, Workman's. Mm. 
I remember that show. Was that it for the Minor Gangster tour? Yes. Just before COVID, just when they were the, the Paul tracksuits. Yeah, we, they did that colors before that colors. Yeah, yeah, that was. Oh the, my god, <laughs> guys, that show, that 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 that, that they were crazy that yeah. day. They were crazy that day. Those are the two shows that I do. I've been to a few of the small ones where. Like, they were good shows, but those are the two highest level I feel I've been to. Do you remember when Oyen did their spotlight? I think that's the Oyen best that. I've seen everybody dressed. Oyen's style, everyone. Head to toe, start to finish. It was banging. That's, I think, I've seen, I've never seen Iris acts dressed as well as that spotlight documentary. Everyone, what you're saying, everyone needs to focus. The whole, in America, anyways, or I, I don't know why I'm saying America, but in other areas, hip-hop mm. and fashion is all intertwined. So no, everyone needs to take it all seriously. No, 100%. Like, so. Even George from Diamond Peace, he's been dressing oh. rappers oh, for a yes. long time. Like, Diamond Studio is not Diamond Peace, but like he's been dressing the whole rap scene for mm. ages. So. He's someone that's super pivotal to fashion and music. So exactly, is Oyen. Yes. Who else does it? Um... Lately, Brandon Royale and... Lago. Yeah. yeah. Lago's in England now, isn't he? Lago as well. Let's not forget about him. Sick. See, all I can think of now is like people doing like their merch or like little brands yeah. that are kind of just releasing stuff as opposed to actually dressing people. Yeah, 100%. Like, we don't have many stylists here now, do we? No. There's like... I can think of maybe two mm-hmm. people that do styling, but it's not prominent... Styling. I feel like, like what stylist? No, it's the same thing with the way I'll say it is the same thing as I asked you the question: How does one even get in to become an A and R or Mm. a PR? How does one decide that they're going to get into a career in styling? Like it's not, it's 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 not it's not only just liking it because you like so you so you can like something and then not know how to get into the industry. Mm. But so like, I think it's when you, you when you see when you see when you see a black since I started modeling I've had people message me oh how do you get into this the industry once people see black stylists mm. then people will know how to get in yeah. it seems more it seems more attainable I feel like st- doing it you you see like it's, you can see like a future in it I think I think with anything it's just like to get Totally, would you ever branch into it? Because I mean, you've had some drippy outfits now the few Me? times here. Nah, <laughs> man, I'm, I don't think I have drippy outfits. I just throw some stuff together. You know how it is, man. I just wake up and just try on a jumper. Like, it's not nothing too serious, guys. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think I'm on the level of the guys that you guys have mentioned. Any of those Oyindas and them. I don't think I'm on that level, but yeah. Yeah. I think with with fashion here and like styling, it's a bit different to like other like countries because there's a lot more obviously support, a lot more brands, but also like as a stylist, you need to be able to walk into like Brian Thomas and be able mm. to pull Louis Vuitton jackets, yeah. be mm. able to pull Dior's to dress someone for an occasion, yeah. Yeah. and having that trust back. But like here, we don't have that. We don't have the Selfridges. Yeah. We don't have it. Mm. We have a Harvey Nicks, but like, Harvey it's just not, <laughs> we don't bang anymore. Like, you know what I mean? It's Harvey just like, we don't have that many establishments that you can yeah. go into and be like, yo, can I get a stylist loan for this? Cause I'm doing this shoot. I'm doing that shoot. It's, it's very tough, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that needs to change yeah. industry wise. But I yeah. think that'll all come with all the other kind of 
I don't want to say smaller industries, but the like of the music, the likes of the fashion, the likes of all this kind of stuff. When that starts to grow, there'll yeah. be a need for more people like that and a need for like that to kind of start taking off as well. Um, since we are all going to Kendrick tonight, yeah. I think we need to start getting our drink on properly and play a little drinking game. Okay. Would you guys be up for that? Yeah? Okay, so we're going to play a little game called Truth or Drink. So you guys are going to be asked a question and yeah. you either answer it truthfully or else you have a drink. Okay? Okay. So, Nathan. <laughs> Why always me? <laughs> we're going to start no, with go you. Ahead. Go ahead, love. Um, who is the worst musician that has ever approached you? <laughs> I can't even <laughs> <see the> question. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Respectfully, I'm going to have to drink, but... Actually, you so don't I even know the story. full question was before you okay, answered. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry, come on, no, tell no. us the story, though. Oh, no, finish your question. No, come on, tell us I'm the story. Pre- I'm very prematurely. <laughs> <laughs> you started, continue. <laughs> oh, God, if this ever gets out, right. There's it's going to get one, out. Oh, I don't know if I should say it, if I'm mean enough, but there's this one Irish in the UK. Not even Irish, so that's good. Number one in the UK, yeah. He used to bell me. I don't know how he got my number. Someone gave me... I know who it was, Annie. <laughs> I need MC, give him my number, right? And he was belling me, belling me. When I say four times a day, <laughs> every day to be like, yo, I'm hot, I'm next up. Work with me, fuck with me. Was he good? Listen, I was like, you know what? Listen, I was like, you know what? I'm working, you fuck it. Happens. Signs his PR form, gives me the track, everything. I didn't even listen to the track. I was just like, you know what? I'll work it. I was going to Paris the next day, so I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let me just, let me get on with it, and I'll work it while I'm in Paris, bro. I almost cried on my holiday. When I listened to this track, yeah, I'll play for you guys. You have but the tracks, dude. His name was Disease. If you, <laughs> if, you, if you have YouTube, look it up. But, oh, Disease. Yeah, I'll play you for the bars, disease. bro. Disease, Disease, your track was, wasn't too good. It wasn't man. it at the time, but hopefully it got better, you know. It's all a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Well, also, with that being said, uh, like not like, I when I was listening to someone and they say when you start something, if you want to get into something, when you start something, you're always you're not always like hundred percent or good when you start. So like people do get better over time. Hundred mm, percent, and so, it's okay to tell someone they're trash, but so they that they can improve. Get, but constructive criticism is a lot great. of people when they hear the first that they're trash, mm. they just don't bother again because 100%. they're like ah. Oh, now, what's the next question? Someone else must be getting grilled. <laughs> um, Natalie, I want to ask you, <laughs> um, what's the worst campaign you've ever worked on? I mean, I've only worked one campaign. Campaigns aren't that easy. Well, I mean, like, shoots, like, just in general, not not big campaigns, just in general, what's the worst one that you've ever Name worked on? Name a shame, on? please. Uh, <laughs> Name and I'm gonna shame. <laughs> are the questions too hard or are we just too nice? No, that's not. <laughs> no, she, she drank. She, she. Oh, no, yeah. I don't want to name them. Don't, don't name them. Just ex- talk about it. Oh, okay. Okay, so like basically, I feel like the, the hair and makeup in our when it comes to like people who are like white are terrible. Uh-huh. And I just feel like, in my opinion, I just feel like they need to really work on that. Like You're saying the like, sisters need to... No, they need to, like, diversify, like, makeup, makeup artists. artists. Okay, to do black. 
Mm. Hair and black makeup. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I understand that. Like, I don't know anybody else who does, like, hair to, like, shoots or anything. And I don't know why makeup artists feel like they need to work on that. Mm. Did they give you the, the special birthday makeup for... Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's mad, because you and Babes had a conversation about this on one of the, like, way back when we were only getting started. About yeah, the makeup He was saying, like, putting purple or something. Yeah, like, he, he went to, he, he did a shoot. He did a shoot and... I can't remember what company it was, and he said they put uh, purple eyeshadow around his eye and stuff. Stop. Yeah. I don't understand why you go for the bright colors. Like, it doesn't. And, like, you can do colors, but, like, nobody mm-hmm. sees this. Make it make sense. Yeah. yeah. I've been blessed with people, whoever I've worked with. Although, they, whoever I worked with that was on set always seemed to, like. No, yeah, it was just subtle, so, so, very subtle kind of, like, makeup stuff. So, it just worked out for me. But I've heard, I've heard other people. Like had have had bad experiences. Yeah. Sort of horror people stories. Yeah. Mm. Horror stories. Yeah. Okay, I have a question. A question for. I have a question for one of our hosts here, Kelly. Okay. Have you had? <laughs> yes, I'm here for this one. <laughs> how how often? Yeah. This is similar enough to. I think I've probably asked this before okay. how often have you heard a track that someone is like oh can you please play this on radio for to get some promo and you're like it's just not up to the level and you've told them oh yeah i'm going to play it and the person is like keeps messaging you saying oh i'm um, listening have, i'm listening i haven't heard <laughs> that track. Haven't heard you sat by yet, the five minutes left in your show <laughs> so, yeah I, I you said to them i'm going to play it on tuesday the 27th tuesday the 27th comes and Five minutes left. You're texting you on WhatsApp. I haven't yeah. heard my song. I'm no. my whole family. Where is my Where song? Is it? <laughs> How often has that happened? It actually hasn't because I'd never tell someone that I'm gonna play their song if I'm not gonna play their song. Oh, so you so you I tell will, them I'm I not will go play back it. and say, thanks for sending that on, but it's not the vibe of this show. Move on. Oh, damn. Like that. Like <laughs> that. I like that. I mean, we have a standard to keep our hits, mm. you know? Oh, I like that. I like that. It's like not the vibe of this show. Straight to it. Do you think they take that as literally, my song is good, but it's not the vibe of this show? Or they, they know that I need to go and work harder? Um, a mixture of both because there's some, obviously, hot hits is focused on hip-hop, Afrobeats, mm. stuff like that. There are some people who contact me that are not in that genre and I'm like, okay, well, this is why you're not going to play because mm. you all fall into the bracket of what I play. Mm. But then there's other people who are trash. Oh, I feel bad saying that. Um, but I don't know if they take it away as, oh, I'm not good enough for the show or like the if they're offended by it. Mm. But there are a lot of people out there who think they're like A1 that aren't A1. Not I feel bad for them. Do you think it's because not everyone has, I think, I wouldn't say it's easy to pick out a beat, but I think it's all mixing and mastering, all that kind of stuff. Everything. That's expensive, but that's 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 not cheap to do. But look, some you, someone if, someone might not be able to afford to get their track mixed and mastered. But, but it's your art, you have to love your art. You have to invest. Hundred percent. And there's also people who are very good in college or coming out of college that are doing that because that's how I originally started was coming out of college Mixing, okay. and I had to create projects I had mm. to make EPs I had to do all that mm. so like starting from scratch and fair enough some people are only learning but some people already have a bit of talent there you mm. can get them for so it. you can get them to do it yeah you okay. know there's avenues Steve Lacey mix and master 
on it. True, true. He mixes true. and masters off an iPhone. Does this kid yeah, yeah. on an iPhone? Yeah. Crazy. There's this kid called David. He's from America, and he made the track that was in like he was it top forty or top sixteen. He's like fifteen on his iPhone on the billboards. On his iPhone. So what's your excuse? No yeah, Max, no Max or like, yeah. what's your excuse? I get, Learn. I get Learn where you're your coming from with that, but all I will say is that, oh, hope to God that is not a one-hit wonder because no. we've had. He's not signed. He's like major label deal. Once guys, you get, guys, like, talk guys, you can get a major label deal from one track, yeah, one look, hot track. Hundred percent, but. But you can't keep that going then. The infrastructure. Look, they were higher writers for him. You mm. get it. It's his yeah. voice. Is what people like. It's mm. just like yeah. the persona. He's a young gamer. That has a gaming community on his mm. dick. This guy called David, David. DF, D4VD, America. Yeah, he's sick. But also, I think there's a question I had for you. Yeah, for me, it slipped oh, okay. my mind. Had it. Do you reckon this year we've musicians have released enough music? Um, not enough, but the the people that I like mm. have started releasing again. Mm-hmm. So, Jafaris hadn't released in ages. I like Cello. I've known Cello for a, a long time. I didn't even know. I, when he got into music, I was like, man, I didn't know you got into When he no, started, yeah. You know he was in Raji music before. Yeah, yeah, no, but before that, before. like, like me and Cello, I think I've known him from before all of the music stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I just, just the people I like mm-hmm. have started releasing more. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I was actually going to say this. I feel like everyone should be releasing one single every three months. That's only, or four months. Every three or four months. That's only, that's quarterly, like. Mm. I feel like. You should be releasing a single every three months. But I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I can't, I don't know how to say it, but I can't. I'm talking from like a consumer place. I'm greedy. I'm Mm. a greedy consumer that wants to hear people I like. People like George II and all of these guys that that drop crazy projects that i don't hear of for for years for years but for good reasons and other reasons but as a crazy as a consumer i'd like to see people drop in every three months yeah. so tolu i have to ask you a question now for this truth or drink another um one. another one <laughs> another one thank you <laughs> so Aww. you've just spit off there all the names of people that you're liking and that mm. you're listening to Give me three of the worst people in Irish music right now. The worst? Mm. People who aren't up to scratch, people who aren't making music that's feeding your eardrums, all the that. The worst. The worst. Guys, how, you can't three people that, that have released songs <laughs> out there that I, don't, that I don't really like. <laughs> Yo, listen, I'm, I'm a consumer. So my opinion is just a, coming from a consumer opinion. Right. So you guys look at me. I'm like a, a an, Anthony. No, no, no. Consumers. <laughs> a lot of musicians only take opinions from musicians. So I want everyone to know I play the drums, but apart from that, I don't release any music. You're a musician. <laughs> <laughs> I don't release any music. Yeah. Who have I listened to that I don't? Guys, I don't know if I can answer that question. You wonder why, and I, I'm not going to, it's not that I'm ducking the question. Genuinely, if I hear something that I don't like, I won't listen to it again, so I won't even know who the person is. Do you get where I'm coming from? Mm. I'm not ducking the question. 
You're ducking it. I'm not ducking it. You just want to step on people's toes. Name and shame. One person that I think needs to work on your art. You can do one person and take a drink. There you go. Half or half. There we go. You see, look, she put it in a nice way. One, so one when person needs I need to work, cr- not criticism. even the worst. Sure, you might be bad now, but like, No, I don't. Okay, the person I'm going to name isn't even bad. Oh, God, okay. Oh, well, they can do better. No, it's not. It's not that they can do better, but they some, can't do better. They no, stop sometimes I think. Sometimes I think they do. They li- they do a little bit of pandering. Right. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean by pandering? No. no. You don't know what I mean by pandering. No. Well, like, like, trying to like, they they have like I feel like they do they do a one or two tracks right. to like, to like um pander to, to an, a, a different type of audience. Okay. But not to the coordinates that they that they really need to be. Okay. I think Cello sometimes okay. panders. Worst. No, it's not worst. You're saying worst. Cello's dropped the best uh, the best project that I, one of the best artists I've heard in this country. But I think okay. sometimes, even sometimes, even him, sometimes he panders, and I feel like he, I, I feel like he doesn't need to do that. Just stay authentic to what to, to, all of the best. Stay authentic but to wait, that. I'm audience. a little bit confused now because you're saying he's like one of your favorite artists. He's one of my favorite artists, but sometimes no. he does. He does one or two tracks. No, well, I think I think sometimes he does. I think sometimes he panders. Okay. I know. That's I, it. I, 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 I don't. I don't know. He said as a consumer, and he, he he curved the question. You have got very good media training. He's got great media training. He curved. I don't. I don't have a shit. It's artist. I'm not sitting in it. He just said. Just drink. Cello is just drink. Just drink. Next question. I I don't. I don't. I don't have anyone. I've. I'm just saying. Do you do you guys understand what I said by that? Next question, please. No. He's my favorite, Next and I think he's also someone that needs to work on a few things. Ooh. Okay, we're going to put a pin in that Next and go back to it in this one. <laughs> nah, 100%. Um, worst. Kelly. Oh my god. Who's the worst? It's a question. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Who's the worst? Nah, 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 nah. nah Who's nah. the worst? worst? <laughs> for me, I think, for me, it's, it's this guy over here. Bounce. <laughs> Because he never <laughs> <releases>. <laughs> you need to be releasing every three months. I'm gonna second that vote on, on bounce because he's only released. Let's two just songs. keep pick a scapegoat. It's bounce. He's number one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing bounce. You know I got love for you. Um, that has been wild. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for coming onto the show and having a chat with us and feeding the vibes. Thank you guys for having us. I hope you all enjoy Kendrick tonight. Thank you. I know it's I gonna be fun. Catch me in the mosh pit for Baby Keem <laughs> later on. If you're there, you're there. You see me. I'm leading the squad. Catch me backstage with, with Kendrick. You know it's my. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's how we move. You know that's how we do things. You know. Yeah. You know when you've got connections. Oh, okay. Are you going kaleidoscope bar as well? thank you to everyone who has listened as well remember to like subscribe and follow slight motif on all social media and podcast platforms to stay in the know of all things pre-drinks